Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is revolutionizing rhetoric, overflowing with opinions, and swathed in silliness. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. Each week, we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more info on how to do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, let's hit the recap and poll results from last week. So Lisa, the poll results for our Disney villains episode... In the showdown between my garbage of Prince John from Robin Hood mm-hmm. and your garbage Scar from The Lion King, uh huh, I do win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I do win. Okay. Yep. Okay. I didn't realize this at the time, but like quickly after the episode came out, I realized that we both chose a lion <laughs> for our garbage. Interesting. I don't know what that means. Anyway, just just thought I would share that. <laughs> The anti-lion? Maybe. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm, We'll see. Um, And then in our showdown, our gold showdown between my choice of Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty and your choice of Ernesto de la Cruz from Coco, I do win that one as well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So that, friends, is a Lindsay sweep. That is Lisa. a Lindsay sweep. Uh, Lindsay sweep. Uh, How do you feel about that, Lisa? Doesn't feel great. Yeah, does not does not feel super great. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you probably feel great about it. I I don't, but that's that's good for you. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> you felt really confident going felt- into it too. <laughs> I, but then I was afraid that the confidence would be like, I'm not voting for her. <laughs> She's being a brat. <laughs> she's, so, she feels too for... good about herself. Vote her down. <laughs> That's right. I don't want her to get too big of a head, so get her. But you didn't. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, you did good. And your votes. You did good. You had you you had great choices, I will say. So thank I completely you. understand. And yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you, you had good. you had interesting choices. <laughs> No, I don't mean, like, no, don't laugh at that. You don't mean the Minnesota version of interesting? (laughs) No, I don't mean the, oh, it's like, bless your heart. No, but you had, you had interesting (laughs) reasons for your choices. I just don't know that uh that criteria was the same criteria that I had used or that. Absolutely. And that's something that said, that even people said, like, you know, if you, I just have to go with Lindsay's criteria. It's like, yep, thank you, Spencer from Fortress of Nerditude. Appreciate that. Yep, so. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Totally. So we did have totally. some fact checks from fact checker Colby um, that we wanted to share. So apparently my theory that um, when you call someone a fox, it is not from this Robin Hood movie, but it dates back to like the 1800s. Um, and and I did not know this, but the female foxes are called vixens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that is where that all comes from. So, yeah. So not from the Robin Hood movie, sadly. Correct. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, you know. It is. It <laughs> is unfortunate. It would have been such a cool thing to be like, yeah, it's because the animated Disney's Robin Hood was so attractive. <laughs> it was a, it was people everywhere hypothesis. just started swooning and they couldn't help themselves. <laughs> this is a really good hypothesis. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. So Lisa, do you have some comments you would like to share 
I do. This is one of those weeks where people have really been um, not nice to me about my choices, except <laughs> for some people on Instagram have been very supportive. Um, at Cole Barons, our friend Cole, our illustrator of the show, who's wonderful, on Instagram did hashtag Lisa Gold because continuing a lie into the afterlife, this is Ernesto de la Cruz, to stay famous is way more villainous than being mad for not getting invited. <laughs> Which is Maleficent, (laughs) which I appreciate. Um, And then I heard from multiple people if I'd chosen Ursula as my garbage. No, if I had chosen Ursula as my gold, that I would have won. And like, listen, I choose who I want because it's what I believe in, not just to win. If I wanted to win, yes, I would have picked Ursula. However, I think Ernesto de la Cruz is truly a gold villain. So that is why I chose him. So I get it. Ursula is amazing and I adore her. But this just goes to show I'm going with my heart, not for like, oh, this is for sure going to win. No, I'm Mm. going because I have integrity. It's called integrity, people. I won't be shamed. Mm. I don't think anyone was shaming. They're just like, oh, Lisa, I don't understand. Me? Are you joking me that no one was shaming me? Oh my goodness. Go take a go take a peek at the social medias, Lindsay. There's some shaming. <laughs> oh no, I saw it. But it was more like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that yeah. monster territory again for me. So All right. And what about you? What were your listener comments this week? Um, so my uh known nemesis, Matt did vote for a Lindsay landslide and then wrote what is happening. And Matt, <laughs> you're coming to the dark side. I appreciate the alliteration on the Lindsay landslide. And um, I don't know. You are quickly moving out of nemesis territory. And I'm concerned about that. I'm yeah. very concerned. Right. Yeah. I have, it's like I have a, is, it, is he a that. snake in the grass? Maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. Is he trying to lure me into letting him out of nemesis territory? And then, uh-huh. ooh. Yeah, I'm watching well. you, Matt. That's all I got to say about that. And then Andrew from Praise the Game said, I must watch Coco. I don't I must do anything. <laughs> Andrew. And Lisa already spoiled the ending for me. So why would I need to watch it now? I told you it's such a beautiful film. I will say this, too. <laughs> People that watched Coco, like, you could tell the people that have seen Coco, because they were like, yes! Like, they get it. They get it. But not everybody has seen it, and because it, it hasn't been, it's not a classic no, like no, the no, other no. ones. Don't, but... don't sit there and be like, anyone who's seen Coco votes for Coco. That's <laughs> I not I didn't say true. that. I didn't say that. You said inferred anyone who's that. seen it has been like, yeah! Like, it's a great movie. But then people were still like, but Maleficent is still like OG. And mm. I respect that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. So she she is she's legit. She is soups legit. She turns into a dragon. I don't know. She turns into a dragon. Obviously, I couldn't beat it. So, you know. Yeah, you couldn't. (laughs) You also couldn't beat Prince John. I couldn't. As our friend Cole also uh, put with his vote, you can't be a good villain if you still suck your thumb. So, I mean, (laughs) probably the only argument you needed, honestly. Right. I can't believe I missed that one. Thanks, Cole. (laughs) Thanks for picking that up. (laughs) Oh, so good. So good. All right. So with our listener comments finished, now on to the show. All right. This week, we are deliberating the garbage and gold of 
camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, collectively, wanna, I was going to say, yeah, do we just want to yeah. share opinions on camping yeah, up front, yeah. or do we want to let them discover it during the uh, episode? I think we should probably front load with it, because I think a lot of our things are going to be very <laughs> biased. Yeah. Right. How many times have you been camping in oh, your life, do you not, think? That's not a great question. Um, mm-hmm. I have probably been camping... Three times in my life. How many of those did you enjoy? The one time I uh, camped in a camper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I enjoyed that marginally. How about yeah. you, Lisa? <laughs> I think I went camping, like real camping, in a tent camping mm. once. One time. Yeah. One time. Yeah. Did not enjoy it. Nope. At all. We we are not camping people. We are not. We are indoor creatures, and that's fine. Yeah. But we did, we we have an episode, because there's got to be garbage, and there's got to be gold for this thing. Even if it's not for us, we are right. professionals, and right. we're going to find it. And if, <laughs> this is how much we care about you listeners yes. and our audience. Like, you guys yes. probably like camping. Maybe. And Some you of, know yeah. what? It's seasonal, so we're trying to keep things current. I mean, it's summer. People go camping in the summer, I yeah. think, is a thing that is people it a, do. Is it is it a northern <laughs> thing, though? Like, do people go camping in the south? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That's okay. where I went camping was in the south. Okay. Just making sure. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Texas gets real hot. I don't want to. It does. Well, you know, I guess, okay, so if we're counting when I worked at camp, because we would have, like, camp outs. Mm. So then I probably have been camping probably 15 20 times and of those mm. i still would say i've enjoyed it once because <laughs> even then i was like in charge of of kids and yeah. it was fine and it's you know we'll get we'll get to why the camping is not complete trash but right still if it's gonna come down to sleeping in a cabin or sleeping in a tent i'm gonna choose a cabin i'm yeah. gonna every time yeah every yep, time yep, yep so we're a camper oh yeah the last time i camped i was in a camper and i was like oh this is the life yes well i'm glad you bring that up because yeah. for our purposes we will be discussing camping as like a tent and sleeping bags right. and not like with the camper because we're talking mm. about like tents rustic-y yeah. Under the stars style camping. So mm-hmm. here are some stats via Campgrounds of America, also known as KOA. There has been a 64% increase in people who camp more than three times a year since 2014. What? Four, yeah. So the camping is going up, but it's not even just people that do it. People are doing it more individually. <clears throat> so of those, 14% of them are campers using cabins. are people using RVs and 61% are using tents. So there are still a lot of like classic camp people Mm. out there. So, um, but I will say also campers are now more likely to camp closer to home than ever with 46% likely to camp within 50 miles of their house. Mm. So, so a couple more things for the research here this week. I looked up a couple different articles on camping. The first one is from active.com. And these are a few of the top camping etiquette tips. First, it's mm. called leave no trace. So it's like clean your area, like your campground area, whatever. So you want to make it look like no one has been there. So it's pristine, whatever. So the next people that come in and camp, like it's ready for them. I guess um, kind of dovetailing into that in the second one, there was a lot of tips on leaving wood, 
fire starters, notes, etc. for the next group of people that come into camp. So mm. you could leave like the little styrofoam cups with lint in it for like a fire starter for them or whatever. It's kind of like a paying it forward type deal. So when someone comes or there's like wood ready for a fire if they get there late, whatever. So right. very, very kind. Some paying it forward stuff. The third is it says to make like make longtime friends. Like, what? No. Yeah. That's a tip is to like make make friends camping. I, I got to like, tell you. No. Well, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, we know who we're talking to. And like yeah. outdoor Lindsay, like if I'm going to have to be camping, it's a uh-huh. real different person than real Lindsay. Yeah. You know, like I am yeah. I am I am putting on my like Ranger Joe persona. Yeah. Being like, look how great it is outside. And that's not yeah. how I really am. Right. So that's not a real friendship. That's a yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it, the times that I have gone, the, okay, the time I went camping was with friends already. And so I was going to be with them. I wasn't right. going to meet new people, which I never am trying to meet new people ever, obviously. But it, it, let's say for this instance, I was. I don't know that I'm just going to try to find a random group of people that's a campground over just because it's like, oh, let's talk to you because you happen to right. be next to me. That's like... You're checking out at Target, and there's people checking out two aisles over. Like, we're at Target at the same time. It does not mean that we're going to be friends, <laughs> right? Like, I'm not forging a relationship right. with you because of our proximity in a place. That's right. ridiculous. So, no. I do feel like people who camp, though, are, like, the friendliest people. They really are. They're, they, they are really the ones, are. like, visiting every other campsite and, like, saying mm. hello. Yeah. And, no. and good on you. Good on yes, you. yes, 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 yeah. That is I, that is a culture. It's a whole culture, and I can appreciate it, it from afar. Yeah, I'm an anthropologist. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna look at that and go, "Good for you." That is I'll neat. Study it, and then I'll. St- <laughs> I won't go in it. No, no. God. <laughs> and then my second little nugget of facts for our episode today comes from Thought Catalog. The article is called Seven Reasons Why Camping Sucks." Okay, but then this isn't going to ruin our goal or garbages, is it? <laughs> no. Spoiler no, no, no. alert. Nope, nope. I was very careful. I was very careful. Okay. So the number one, you can't sleep in because sun. Mm. So like you're going to camp and chill and relax and then the sun is up at 6 a.m. or whatever and you're up. You don't get to sleep in when you're camping. It is like not possible to sleep in when you're camping because... Mm mother nature's like nah it's time to get up the second thing cleanliness is essentially non-existent like i i am very sweaty in the summer Mm. and i just i hate feeling sweaty and i just i don't care for that very much Mm -hmm. and then going to sleep in the sweat waking up with the crusty salt sweat i just i hate like you so cleanliness is just not a thing that's going to be happening for you while you're camping. And finally, finding the right camping spot. Mm. I guess that's a problem for people. I don't know enough about camping, obviously, because the one time I went, people knew what they were doing, and so I just followed their lead. But right. apparently there you need to look for certain types of areas to put your tents and whatever, and it, that mm. apparently is a problem because you're like, you've been driving for a long time. You just want to get there and like enjoy the camping experience but then you have to do all the setup stuff but before you can even do that you have to find a place to put it that's in the right spot Mm. i don't know so those were some of the reasons why camping sucks but 
I bet you and I have a couple more reasons why. I do. Do you think we're like <laughs> the advice. we're like the stepmom in the original Parent Trap movie? That remember when they take her out to the woods and she can't do anything, and then the girls tell her that she needs to bang sticks together so she doesn't get eaten by bears. Do you know what I'm talking uh, about? I I don't I don't, but that does sound like me. That sounds. Very, <laughs> you need to watch the original like Parent Trap from the '60s because it is delightful on a lot of levels. But they they take this like city person out camping mm. and just torture mm-hmm. her, and yep. and that feels like what we yep. feel like about camping all the time. Yes, it certainly certainly does. So, Lindsay, <laughs> yeah. those were some things that are terrible about camping. What is your most garbage thing about camping? Oh, Lisa. Yes. My most garbage thing about camping is the lack of toilets. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. when you were talking earlier about like needing to find the right campsite for me the right campsite is next to the building with bathrooms in it totally. but that is not at every campground and right. it's not always available and so <clears throat> running water really in general is the key to me being functional as a person yeah. just yes. I, I need a shower I need to be able to yeah. wash my hands um, yeah. And I really, really, really need a toilet. One time <laughs> I was traveling in Europe and I really had to pee. I was in Italy. And so mm-hmm. I stood in line for a really long time for this bathroom. There was no public bathrooms. There was one on the outside. It was like a in a medieval walled city in northern Italy. And I stood in line for the bathroom. And this Italian man stood outside the bathroom with a mop. And in between every person, he'd go in with a mop. And I, you, I walked in the door what? and it is legit... And it's made of porcelain, but it's a hole in the ground that you're supposed to just squat over. And I had to pee so bad. And I did not pee. And I held it for a 35-minute bus ride through a mountain. Because I was like, I I am not going to do it. I need a toilet, my friends. Um, And part of that is, and I will admit, like, as as a female, Mm -hmm. there is a I don't understand the I don't understand the women who can like squat and go. God bless them. God yeah. bless them. I don't understand it. That is, is never there anatomy worked for different me. or things. Yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of questions that yeah. we're not going to get into right now, obviously. But yeah, right. I struggle with. Right. Yeah. Like free peeing in the woods. Yeah. I cannot, it's never uh, going to be good. And uh-huh. there are certain campgrounds not, that not only don't have a building with bathrooms in them, but they um, make you pack your poop and paper out of the woods. So if you, mm. in order to preserve the natural thing or whatever, you have to, like a dog, you have to take your waste, your human waste with you. So, uh. <laughs> and if you go to boundarywatersblog.com, Mm-hmm. You find out all kinds of things like there are recommendations on how far away from a water source you should be to go to the bathroom so you do not contaminate your water source. So you need to make sure you oh. are 100 to 200 feet away from your water source wow, so you sure. do not you do not contaminate it. And they also say if it's more than one person camping, you should dig a latrine. Friends, that's a hole in the ground. A latrine. And you should dig it where... Oh, it gets better, Lisa. You should Mm. dig it where there is privacy and that it's 100 to 200 feet away from your water source, but also has plenty of sun so the decomposition can can be sped up by the sun. Oh, my God. What? 
a bright, sunny spot to poop. Yeah, because then the sun will help break that down faster. And they also suggest if you're going to be used like going places. And this one, I think, is especially focusing on like boundary waters kinds of thing, Mm -hmm. which is in northern Minnesota. And they're very like you have to protect the environment. This has to be like you have to bring in everything and take everything out. And and rightfully so. Yes. yes, Rightfully so. Good for them. Uh Um, But like you even should mark where your latrine was at the end. So, so people that, don't like double up. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Or like people don't step in it. I guess oh, I don't know. Okay, right. I don't know. I I know that this is how my ancestors did it. I, I know. understand that. Yes, but I mean, I'll even take like, I, and I I have like a gen I have a genuine phobia of porta potties. But give me an outhouse or a porta potty any day. I yeah. please don't make me go to the bathroom in the middle of nowhere without a toilet. Please, I'm begging you. begging you and because you're camping like not only are you doing your business outside but like you're not getting clean you're not your hands are are not not clean afterwards oh Oh, i think i just made lisa throw up you okay you gonna make it i'm gagging god dang it this is a good garbage my friend (laughs) gag factor Oof, okay, um, yep. Yeah, but like you're never clean. Your hands are not really clean. Are. So mm-hmm. so as you're taking care of business, you're, it's very possible that you hit some of your clothing as ah! you're as you're going. <sighs> you know, sometimes it's good to get away from technology and into yeah. mother nature. I think toilet is the modern technology that we can just keep with us forever. Please. And if you don't, and if you're like, well, I don't dig a hole in the ground, that means you're carrying in mm-hmm. a bathroom of some kind. I was about to ask that. Maybe there is like a toilet you can bring with you. And then I'm also thinking you still have to deal with it. Yeah. And even if you have a camper, mm-hmm. it goes into a tank and yeah. you have to deal with the human waste in your still tank. Gotta, still got to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry. I need give me a toilet any day. <laughs> Very sorry. It's real garbage. It's real garbage. You're good. <laughs> I'm just and it was like Ooh. instant when you're like, what's the worst thing about camping? I'm like the bathroom situation. Hello. <laughs> Let's so, are are you ready? Have you recovered from my yeah, my garbage to, I... <laughs> to talk about your garbage? Lisa? Uh, I don't think I'm ever gonna fully recover, but yeah, no, I'll do, <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll do my best. So. My garbage of camping is the unpredictability of the weather. Mm. So preparing and packing for an indoor only trip is already like a lot to think about. But Mm -hmm. then you're going to add in like the mother nature piece. And then like you said, you have to be responsible about what you're bringing, how you're bringing it, how you're going to get it out, whatever. So you can't just bring all the things you need to be thoughtful about that. But then also you have all the weather to think about. So weather can make you absolutely miserable like Lindsay and I have said we already don't particularly want to be there right and then any sort of like deviation to perfect weather is gonna make that worse so like rain awful Mm. cold awful heat awful and you have no control over those things you have none if it's damp it means there's a ton of bugs if it's windy it means your stuff is going everywhere like it's just there's so many things that can go wrong with the weather pieces of that so you're out there you're trying to have a chill time in nature 
and it can absolutely destroy your experience in minutes. And sometimes it's one of those things where you've planned your trip for weeks in advance and then there's going to be a storm so you can't go or you're like, oh, maybe it's not going to be that bad. And then it is like it's it's already really, really hard to do all of the camping things in perfect weather conditions. Mm -hmm. And then you throw in any of that stuff and it's just like. I don't want to be here even more. Yeah. This is miserable. I hate it. Not, I hate it. I never feel more like a Victorian English woman than when it's cold and damp. Like yes. I'm just like, oh, it's getting in my, yes. I, you know, like my I'm getting rheumatism. Yes. yes. Like, like I'm just, ooh. I'm achy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm never going to get warm again. I'm cold I and know. damp. I'm cold to the bone. Yes. <laughs> but then you're outside yeah. and you're just like, oh God, it's miserable. It's yeah. just miserable. And yeah, like, so. if especially if you're tenting for it to yes! rain and then yes. even if, or even just be muddy like it has rained yeah like what that like that means that mud is on your pillow I don't even know how that happens but it yes! is in there it's in your pillow and like I yes! still I still don't know like when you're tenting how do you take your shoes off like without I getting it everywhere like I don't, I don't know I don't understand it I, maybe right. people who actually camp can help us Ugh. understand I that mean, a little yeah, bit tell us tell us how you do it because i know people really love it yeah because i will say this if if the weather is great yeah or you're like in the tent and it rains overnight like hearing the rain on the tent like right. that's really nice like okay fine but let's say that you're like in the middle of eating and the wind picks up and it starts raining that's yeah. miserable or it's just so hot you can't sleep at night and there's no wind movement yeah. that's awful like there's yeah. just so 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 many things about the weather and camping and or, or what happens if the wind picks up from the direction in which you dug your latrine <laughs> and so it's just coming right a at hundred, you a hundred feet from camp 200 feet from camp a hundred to 200 feet, feet, feet from your okay. water source from your water source. from your okay, water source yeah. yes no so again there are lots of things that i could yeah. say are garbage about camping but then when i think about like, why don't I want to go? That's why. That's yeah. the number one thing I think of is that I will be physically uncomfortable based on the weather. Yes. For sure. <laughs> that is my garbage. It's, it's a good one. <laughs> it is. All right. So from two very, 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 very admittedly indoorsy women, Lindsay, what is something that you would think would be like pretty gold about camping that wouldn't be so awful? <laughs> well, and it, it, you know, this is kind of a more specific to like what you, what kind of camping you choose to do. But yeah. I think there's something wonderful about the peace and quiet, especially if you're mm. tenting like somewhere just remote. It, like, yeah. is there anything better than like waking up in the morning to like the sound of nothing? Yeah. Or, or going to sleep at night and kind of hearing like, the world around you settle in and and like just how beautiful that is and like you can usually when you are camping especially if you're going kind of remote you don't have wi-fi signal you don't have all of that other stuff you don't yeah. have traffic sounds and so it's yeah. just so peaceful and so quiet and it allows you to just decompress in a way that that like checking your work email right before bed does not help sure. you decompress yep. so maybe like i love reading a book when i've camped like i'll just bring a mm -hmm. book along because I have no other distractions you just look at nature a little bit or uh you know like take if you have kids you like go out into the woods and like 
collect things and like there's just all this stuff that you can do and really kind of bond with nature which I do think is Mm -hmm. there's something very cleansing and whole in that kind Mm -hmm. of thing and it takes you back to a simpler time Mm -hmm. and then for me personally like the greatest the greatest thing for me to unwind and relax and like understand my place in the universe is to be by water and so there's mm. nothing better like especially we live in Minnesota and there's a lot of lakes yep. here and so to yep. camp by a lake or camp by the river where you can like go out on the lake or just mm-hmm. even stand on the beach and listen to the water yeah. and yep. um, I just think there's something so decompressing and beautiful mm-hmm. in that and so like just that peace and quiet and and sometimes that is ruined by like your camping neighbors, like who are, <laughs> that are ter- trying to be lifelong friends. Yeah, with you, they want to build lifelong friendships with you, and you just want to. <laughs> I know, just want to be by myself. I just want to find pine cones. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just something so peaceful and yeah. and such a slower pace to camping mm-hmm. that is that is really wonderful. There's something like I do. I think being in nature like resets you in in some ways. It does. It does. That is really, that is a good one. And that is, I think, one of the biggest draws to camping is Mm -hmm. just getting to a different, like, physical space for sure, but just like a different mental and emotional space of being quiet and what that feels like really without the distractions of it. Yeah. Because it is really hard to do in our everyday setting because there's just so many things that you see visually that remind you of other things you need to do or just you have access to things all the time. And when you don't have that, your brain is like, okay, we can chill out for a little bit for real now. So, And like I grew up on a farm, which is funny that I'm not outdoorsy because I (laughs) grew up basically in a very outdoorsy place. But like... Some of my favorite childhood memories are are like going and catching fireflies or lightning mm-hmm. bugs. And, um, you know, like my parents don't live on the farm anymore. But when they did, like it was so dark. It was yes. so dark at night. And it's amazing, yep. like how easy it is to fall asleep when it's like, I can't see anything. So I'm just yeah. going to close my eyes and and like there's no sound around me. And there's just something mm-hmm. so like just a different it's a different pace of life and it is really uh-huh. really nice take a jar along and catch some lightning bugs so cute. yeah a mason jar please <laughs> obviously a mason jar <laughs> who has any other kind of jar i don't know yeah obviously don't, there's only one kind don't don't bring a non-mason jar weirdos <laughs> pickle jar don't bring a pickle jar be better than that. Lightning bugs deserve Be better, better than a pickle jar. You you are you are actually murdering lightning bugs. So at least give them a good place to live their final days. Oh my god! Did you keep them for like more than just an hour or something? Yeah, sometimes you'd like when you're oh. small, you like yeah, but they don't live that long. Well, like no, even I'll, even in the oh. jar, like you don't necessarily release them and they live. Oh, do they? I guess I don't know. Every time I caught them, it was like I caught them and then I let them go, like before I went to bed. Oh, I don't think I did. I think I'm a lightning bug murderer. <laughs> did you call them lightning bugs or fireflies? Lightning bugs. Yeah, I don't remember what we called them. Yeah, and as summer is approaching in Minnesota, they are all over the place. They are all over the place here. So we encourage you to enjoy some peace and quiet this summer. Totally. Totally. Decompress, yeah, unplug for mm-hmm. a little bit and enjoy Enjoy a little bit of nature. And then at the end of the night, you can go back to your house, yeah. take a shower and use your yeah. toilet and yeah. sleep in your bed with no mud. With no that? mud. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So Lisa, that is my gold. Let's hear what is your gold of camping? 
Yeah, my gold of camping and the thing that I love most about thinking back on my camp experiences, the thing I liked about the one time I went was the campfire. Mm. So what's so gold about the campfire is it's this blend of really kind of fun, unique food stuff that you bring when you go camping. So s'mores, obviously, is like Mm -hmm. my favorite thing ever. S'mores is my favorite flavor of anything of all time. Like the Dairy Queen S'mores Blizzard is the most delicious thing on this planet. I've not had one. (gasps) Do yourself a favor. When you get it, get extra gram base. Mm. You're welcome. Does it matter that I have a dairy allergy? Yes. Is it worth it? Because it's ice cream. Yes, it's worth it. Okay. You can get the mini. The mini is pretty small. Okay. So anyway, okay. yeah, so it's delicious. So I love s'more flavored things. And that always makes me think of camping too. Mm-hmm. But also even just like roasting hot dogs or whatever on the campfire. It's just like you, things that you yeah. eat there that just feel different. But then also the deep discussions that happen around a campfire are really dope. So let's assume the weather cooperates, which is super nice of you, nature. And you get to go camping in good conditions. Hanging by the campfire is just this quietly powerful time for bonding and discussion and all that and there's something that feels so special and sacred about being by the bright flames and then like Mm -hmm. surrounded by darkness around you and it feels like you're secluded and like alone in that moment which just Mm -hmm. opens you up to like these deep questions of like the meaning of life and brutal honesty and whatever and it just feels Like, there's something about that isolation of you and whoever you're with in that that just feels like a very bonding, connecting moment. So Lindsay and I have shared before that we work with students, and I don't know how many times you've been able to have a campfire or something like that with students, but it's always a very powerful experience then, too, because it's just, it feels like all the emotions are just like turned up to 11 because everybody just feels more open and vulnerable and safe around a campfire. I had a student who um, was super like patient and she loved roasting a marshmallow like slowly and perfectly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she'd always be like, do you want me to make you a s'more? And I'd be like, yes, I do Mm because I don't have to do it. And Mm -hmm. then she would hand me this like perfectly toasted Mm -hmm. marshmallow Mm -hmm. s'more. And I was like, oh, that is that is a thing of beauty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. S'mores are a little bit tricky because especially for me, I feel like we're not going to be on the same here. But I like mine burnt. Do you like a burnt marshmallow? I do not like it burnt. I like it gradually toasted. Mm. It also has to be cooked through. So you can't Mm. just catch it on fire right away. Otherwise, the inside is still raw. So you do the slow roasting and at the very end you just get that nice and charred and you get that carcinogen just all the way around it <laughs> and then you put it in your mouth <laughs> you're welcome body it's not it's bad for you so at all good god i love a burnt marshmallow mm. so much god it's so good i once was camping in england and we they built a bonfire i did not buy it mm-hmm. i did not build it but it was like this group of 20 somethings and so they uh-huh. built this campfire bonfire that legit was like seven feet tall it was very tall and they were like That's we're so gonna dope. roast marshmallows i'm like you cannot roast marshmallows on that and they found <laughs> a board and oh they God. would line up marshmallows at the end of the board and shove it <laughs> in the fire <laughs> this is not working that's not really how fun. this goes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, but you couldn't you couldn't put it on a stick because you couldn't nope. get that close. You'd burn your eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> but that may be the garbage of a campfire. Sometimes you burn your eyebrows off. Sometimes you lose some hair. Yeah. It's fine. 
And uh, there is a hidden garbage in this, though, Lisa, that you have not mentioned. And that is sitting by a campfire means your clothes will smell like that. And you will smell like that until you have washed them. I happen to like that smell. Okay. I don't know that I love that. I like the smell when it's happening. But mm-hmm. like the next day when I haven't gotten mm-hmm. quite to my laundry yet and it's like there's a there's a campfire smell coming from my laundry room. I don't love that. Oh, see, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think that bothers me. I guess it could be garbage to some people like mm-hmm. cilantro or Jeremy mm-hmm. Renner. It'll be a divisive issue for some campfire smell in your clothes. Sorry, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I haven't seen Endgame yet, but apparently someone tweeted he might be the the hidden gem in Endgame. So don't tell me anything. Don't even look. Don't even make a face right now, Lisa. Don't even make a face. Don't look at me. Okay. I'm not looking. I'm going to see it. Don't look at me. (laughs) Don't look at me. I'm going to see it. I just haven't seen it yet. It's busy. Okay, fine. Busy. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. All right. So with the campfire, if you can be eating the perfectly roasted s'more while talking about the meaning of life. Or how much Jeremy Renner is terrible. (laughs) Like, that's really gold. Like, that is really, really, really Mm. gold. So that's mine. Campfire. Mm. All right, Lindsay, hit us with the recap and tell our listeners how to vote. You guys can go and vote for our garbage options, my garbage option of the lack of bathrooms, or Lisa's garbage option, the unpredictability of weather, by using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can cast your vote for our gold options, my gold option of peace and quiet, and Lisa's gold option of a campfire, using the hashtags Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at garbage gold pod please do that because we like to hear what you guys think and we love chatting with you about your choices get up in our feeds and tell us all your feelings we will share the poll results and our favorite listener comments on our next episode if you haven't already done so if you could head over to itunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate review and subscribe we would really appreciate that and even better you tell your friends about your favorite restaurants you tell your friends about your favorite coffee orders tell your friends about your favorite podcast and yeah, then please. make sure it's garbage and gold and not something else because i love when my friends recommend podcasts for me yeah, to listen to yeah so right let That's us be good. part of your recommendations yeah dude do it do it do it do it and then you can join us next week yes. when we deliberate the yes. garbage and gold of yes. just in time yes. for june weddings yes oh my gosh there's so much (laughs) there is there's a lot in there yep 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 there's there's oh there's a lot (sighs) there's a lot well and like the way people do weddings are so different Mm. So, like, yes. it's not like every wedding is the same because everyone wants to right. like, put their personality yeah, in it. And maybe absolutely. we don't want your personality in your wedding. <laughs> that might not be good. Depending on how great or not great your personality <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If you're planning your wedding right now, just yeah. think about your personality and think about yep. how appealing it is <laughs> before you plan a wedding around it. How great are you? Is everybody else going to think that? Right. Is everybody else on board with your greatness? Because everyone plans yeah. their wedding and goes, I think a foot washing ceremony in the middle of that's going to be great. <laughs> but you don't think through the dress and the suit and the fancy shoes and people just watching you wash someone's feet, which is always gross. 
Yes, that is a lot to think about. I a... never considered having a foot washing ceremony at a wedding, but here it must have happened to you. It it, it, it did happen to me. Yes, oh. I don't just make these up. I don't like so lay in bed late at night going, "What weird <laughs> thing can I say on the podcast now?" <laughs> I know, foot washing oh. at a wedding. God, that's so gross. Oof. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be fun <laughs> next week. <laughs> talking about preview. weddings. <laughs> a preview of what's coming. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. We will see you soon. (laughs) Bye.